We're calling on St. Michael with all nine choirs of angels. We're calling on all the saints in heaven. We're calling on all the souls in purgatory to join us physically, to go out on the streets and to drive evil and demons from our town. Hey, my friends, do you know, very often we're left wondering what to do. There's so much going on and politics is such a dirty business, but we need to be involved somehow. It's very frustrating sometimes to know when. In towns all across America, we're having, you know, painted sidewalks or a pride flag being flown from your town hall or things like that. Drag queen story hours and and even in, in libraries for children it seems to be a big mess everywhere. We've got Planned Parenthood clinics opening up in, in smaller venues as well. What are we to do? Well, believe it or not, I was you know, facing this issue myself, and I got in the mail um, some pamphlets and things for an idea, an idea of men getting together to pray, to pray for their town, to take their town back for Jesus and Mary. And it was awesomely simple. All they do is they get together, they say some prayers of deliverance and things like that, and then the men walk out in twos and pray the rosary all over town. I called one of my friends up and told him about the idea, and he said, oh, that's awesome. That's open carry. Well, open carry, if you don't know, is is when you're talking about weapons, and we're talking about, of course, our weapon of choice, the Most Holy Rosary. And fascinating idea. Um, And it's a movement that's just started. We're going to talk to the founders. They call themselves the Knights of John Paul II. This is the John Henry Weston Show. Stay tuned. Hello, friends. To celebrate the momentous overturning of Roe v. Wade, we at LifeSite have minted just under 10,000 of these brand new limited edition pro-life silver rounds. Now, each round is stamped with the image of the Supreme Court of the United States featuring the date that the High Court delivered this historic victory. And on the front of our pure silver rounds, LifeSite's logo surrounded by a brilliant sunburst and draped with olive branches. They, of course, commemorate our 25-year anniversary of LifeSite News. We began in 1997 in September, so September of 2022 was 25 years. These one-ounce silver rounds are available from our partners at stjosephspartners.com, where you can fulfill all of your silver and gold needs in this perilous time. May God bless you. Dan Potvin and Deacon Bruce Sider, so good to be with you. Good to be with you, John. Let's begin, as we always do, with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Okay, so first of all, um, let's get into the specifics a little bit, and then we'll go back to its founding. So, tell us a little bit about these prayers. What are we What are we praying here? So the men get together. It takes about an hour on on Saturday mornings, you suggest, but it could be another day. But what are, what are they praying to start with? Well, the opening prayer we do, and usually when we meet, we're in a church parking lot, and then we go out from there. But this prayer, which took about four or five months to formulate. Um, We're claiming the town by name for our king and our queen. We're entrusting the town to the sacred heart of Jesus and the immaculate heart of Mary. And then the prayer is called the prayer before the rosary to summon the army. And then we're summoning We're calling on St. Michael with all nine choirs of angels. We're calling on all the saints in heaven. 
We're calling on all the souls in purgatory to join us physically, to go out on the streets and to drive evil and demons from our town. And then we begin the rosary with a lot of um, prayers for the town, local leaders, local shepherd, uh, intercessory prayers for our nation, um, police officers, firemen, veterans. And then we split up in pairs of two like the Lord sends the 72 out and we pray the rosary through the streets. And that's, that's in a nutshell what we do every week. Um, and we try to walk around uh, places, um, City Hall, and we pray especially for our, our public officials, the police department, the fire department. And uh, in, nor in our North Adams, we have this modern museum, which quite frankly is evil. And so one of our routes is to walk around that museum and pray the rosary and, and you know, ask St. Michael to intercede so our roots are selected for that purpose as well great okay so i love how it's so incredibly simple i'd like to also learn a bit of your experience how does this go you guys have done this um tell us about any experiences you might have had how this has gone any stories that might have come from it so you know, a lot during winter time, it's pretty quiet out on the streets. During COVID, it was very quiet. Um, one of the big things that happened during COVID, I found interesting, is the local church was a vaccine center. So mm. every Saturday morning when we were there, there were 10, 15 police officers and security people guarding the building. And we'd show up in the parking lot right next to them. Eight, 10, 12 guys would show up. No masks. You know, and they saw what we were doing. And, and you know, the first couple of weeks, you know, they just look at us from their masks out. You know, we're all outside. <clears throat> and then I noticed little by little, guys pulling their masks down, smiling at us, saying hi. And over time... You could tell they like to see us out there because that's our was our starting point. Um, you know, out on the streets, you don't. I mean, once in a while, people will come up and actually ask us what we're doing or talk to us. But you know, you're walking two people. Um, we try to carry rosary beads that that are long, and people know what we're doing. You know, the summer months we have our shirts on which are, are beautiful shirts, and that attracts attention. Um, Great. It's not like you have shirts off the other time you're talking about this T-shirt that you're wearing. Yes, yes. This is, <laughs> this is, and, and, and on the back, you know, with the back of these T-shirts, that's that quote from Luke, um, Luke's gospel, where our Lord, when the 72 come back, the, the Lord tells them, they're all bragging and, you know, all excited about the miracles, the demons are driving out this and that. And he's like, I have given you the power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and the full force of the enemy and no harm will befall you. And, and, you know, we don't necessarily, I don't 
I don't know any of the guys that see the, the angels and the demons battling and stuff, but, but the fact that we step into that power, and I, and I think that's what it is. It, it, it's a stepping into that power that God's given us. And, and then calling on, right? I mean, we have access to all the angels. We have access to, we just got to ask. And so that, that's got to be a force to be reckoned with when we're out on the streets, even if just Deacon and I show up on a Saturday morning because everybody's off doing something else. You've got, the, you've got billions of warriors with you. You might just be the two of us. The experience that, um, you know, it's it's hard I, in a sense because it's eight o'clock on a Saturday morning. So we don't mm -hmm. really see a lot of people as we're walking. But for me personally, as Dan said, just carrying that rosary around the streets and praying the rosary um, gives me a, a, a sense of, of uh I'm not sure of the word, but I just feel so good about being a public witness to our faith. Because mm -hmm. oftentimes when people think of church, it's a building and what happens inside the building. But by us taking that rosary with us and walking around the streets every week uh, is a good feeling for me, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, that we are bringing a public witness of our faith out into the community so others can see it with the t-shirt and, and that sort of thing. I personally haven't had anybody stop me in the year or so that, two years, right? Now I think three, wow. Four. Four. May 1st, 2020. Wow, that's three then. But anyway, that um, that's my personal experience. Uh, it's, it's empowering, I guess. Uh, it's, it's just a beautiful way to witness to our faith in public. Beautiful. Beautiful. So um, tell us about the founding. Like, how did this idea come up? Where where did this come from? You know, and, and uh, why, why did it come? Um, it's been a long time in the works. Uh, you know, I could go back to my childhood watching uh, Joan of Arc with Ingrid Bergman. Um, and, and always wanting to be a knight, always wanted to be, you know, in, in battle with, with, you know, a, a bunch of good, holy men. Um, and over the years, I'll be honest, I mean, I, I procrastinated for years. I would write stuff down. I'd get these thoughts. I'd write them down and I had a whole pile of them. Um, and then Deacon and I and another group from the parish, we all went to Medjugorje. And, and one of the things I prayed for while I was there is I said, you know, Blessed Mother, most of my kids are grown up now. And what's my mission going forward? That was one of the things I and when we got back, uh, Deacon and I were meeting almost every week having coffee. And this topic would come up and, and Deacon just started like really railing on me. He's, he's like, when are you going to stop talking about this and make it happen? And so it was during that summer of 2019. And 
I guess we hit August, September when that reading in Luke's gospel came and it just hit me like so hard at mass. I walked out to church and I was like, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Everybody thought I was nuts. I'm like, do you know? And that really kicked it off. And then what was the reading? It was that from Luke's gospel, chapter 10. I'd given you the power. Um, and knowing the times were to in. To tread on serpents. Mm -hmm. um, knowing the times we're in, right? John Paul II's uh, great prophecy from Philadelphia. Um, mm -hmm. at, that week at work, you know, and I, a lot of times I'm running excavator when I'm not cutting trees. And you can think a lot when you're running an excavator up in the mountains, building roads for the logging jobs. And I pondered all, all week, what's the full force of the enemy? If you had to look at the entire Bible from Genesis to the end, and you had to pick out what's the full force of the enemy, this is what I came up with. I'm, this is lumberjack theology, so <laughs> bear with me. Um, the full force of the enemy would be the time of the Antichrist system. That's what I came up with. And we have the power to tread on that. So then, you know, us meeting every week, I, I started getting serious, writing stuff down, finally had everything together to get to the printers the end of April, and we made it to the Divine Mercy Shrine on May 1st, 2020, um, and it was all put together. Now, this prayer wasn't put together yet. We were out on the streets every week for four months as this took shape, okay, and we're, we're waiting for an imprimatur on this because guys down at the Divine Mercy Shrine want to be able to give this out, this prayer. <clears throat> um, but they can't do it the way their congregation is set up, right? They, you need all, everything's got to be canonical. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, you know, that's a big question. You know, three World Jews days with JP2, this certainly was an influence. Um, he's my hero. Uh, what can I say? Um, well, I, I, I've known Dan for 30 years, and uh, it definitely, it, no doubt in my mind, it's a work of the Holy Spirit, because Dan is, his charism, if you will, is a warrior. He's a fighter. That's what Dan is, and and this, this John Paul II, the Knights of, um, is is just an extension i think of his personality his being um and so maybe if i'm getting ahead of myself but let me know but we we actually have petitioned our bishop and august of last year he uh has given us permission if you will uh we we've uh, applied to, if you will or petitioned to become a public association of the faithful where mm. we're now considered a private association so on august 23rd of last year he sent us a letter um, giving us permission to go forward and he's given us three years uh, to, to continue and then he'll reassess at three years and and go from there but each year we have to uh, meet annually and submit like our, our progress so um 
that's where we're at with, with regard to our association, if you will. Beautiful. Now, um, the, so you've, you've already given some reports to him or, or when, when is year one for you to give a report to the bishop? Um, we just sent in our first. Oh, just send it now. Okay. Yeah. So we're one year into the, into the three-year process and we just, just recently sent down our, um, our update, you know, what, what progress have we made of the first year go? Okay. I haven't, we haven't heard back yet. If I could, if I could interject here, John Henry, the, the reason we're going through this process, when we got a meeting with the bishop, and, and to be honest, I bumped into Sister Didi at a, a conference in the diocese, and I hadn't been able to get a, a meeting with the bishop yet for the Knights to meet with them and introduce ourselves, and went to the conference, Providence, as it works. She called me over. She noticed a t-shirt. She wanted to know about it. And a week later, two weeks later, we were meeting with the bishop. All I really wanted at that time, because I had envisioned, I don't know if you've ever seen the picture, the famous picture, it's called the knighting. I always wanted to be knighted by a queen. It's a beautiful Mm -hmm. picture. It's on our website. All I wanted to do was ask the bishop, can the guys come down? And our our cathedral in the diocese is named after St. Michael the Archangel. And I wanted us to go down the aisle two by two, kneel in front of the bishop, and him knight us with the first class relic of JP2. <laughs> and he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm telling him this. He's like, you're getting way ahead of yourself. <laughs> and yes, right. he said, no. He said, I want you guys to have canonical approval. He said, you know, I, I had told him, you know, it was six or eight of us there at the meeting. I said, I said, Bishop, I said, you know, the demons have taken over our towns, they've taken over our schools, they've taken over our financial institutions. I said, they've even taken over some of our parishes. Hmm. He said, I know. He said, I know. Hmm. And I said, you know, we're going out there pushing back. You know, Father Armoreth mentioned, you know, one of the demons told him every Hail Mary is like a sledgehammer on our head. Hmm. Well, let's go out and let's beat on some demons and cause them some uncomfortable, you know, at least show up, show up to the fight um, and beat on demons. A lot of times I'll say that to the guys, you know, just when we're getting ready to break up and go out, it's like, all right, let's go beat on some demons because every Hail Mary, right? (laughs) So really, it was so really it was the bishop, Bishop Byrne um that pushed us in this direction i I'll, I'll be honest he looked right at us and he said listen he said this is god's work hmm. which he had never met us <clears throat> i'm sure his sister put in a good word for us but she hardly knew us hmm. <clears throat> for him to say that i was like blown away I'm like, I, if I was a bishop, I was like, all right, I'm going to watch you knuckleheads and see <laughs> see where this goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think 
the idea is totally striking, especially in its simplicity. Uh, it, it's it's the first program that I've ever seen that I was like, yes, that's it, because wow. it's a it's a beautiful. Uh, it's I hesitate to say perfect because nothing's perfect, but you know what I mean. It's it's actually an action that we can all take that men need to step up and it gives us something to do. Uh, very few are called to uh, politics and all sorts of things. We're all called to do politics in some way to, to support good candidates and so on. But, you know, who's called to run? Some are called perhaps to do more, you know, lobbying and whatnot. But this, this, I think everyone's called to do those who are able-bodied that is. So uh, fantastic stuff. Have you noticed, and maybe not yet, but have you noticed, you've been doing this now for, for a few years, have you noticed any effects in your town? Uh, yeah, um, things are getting worse in our area. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. My little town of 800 people, um, the whole transgender thing has moved right into the school. Um, <clears throat> so no, it's not, it's, it's, uh, it's not like our little towns, the triumph of Mary's Immaculate Heart has happened and we're in a new era. Um, the, the battle just keeps getting fiercer. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. But I know it's having effect. Mm -hmm. um, I know in my little town, I was on the select board for 10 years up until recently. I lost the seat by three votes. Um, and if there was a big issue going on, like during COVID, because we... We had a lawsuit against the governor. We were fighting back on every level. Mm -hmm. And then because of my background in the military, I was making the people aware of the dangers of the shots, mask wearing, all this stuff. And we had huge opposition hmm. against us. And what I would do before the meeting is I'd get some of the nights out there in the parking lot and we do what we do, then I go into the meeting. Hmm. <clears throat> I will say all those meetings, we did just huge victories. We destroyed the opposition and you could feel hmm. God's power working. It, so I would hmm. say this can be used on a lot of level. It's like your nights in the town, find out when an important school board meeting or, you know, and show up outside, do this, you're, you're, I like to think of us as the big guns that can affect battles that are going on. Um, it's almost endless. You're absolutely right. Anybody can do this. You can be a bishop and do this, get men together with you. Um, a priest would be awesome if the shepherds were going out with the group of men in their town. Um, but you can be a Knight of Columbus and not, you can just incorporate this. A lot of the, a lot of, other groups, you know, the men tell me, they say, we're, we're just not doing anything, mm -hmm. you know, and you get bored going to meetings and talking about something you're going to do six months from now, get out there and boots on the ground. And it's great Two plus, you know, <clears throat> there's so many, you're walking through your town that you don't walk through. Hey, there's an occult shop. What's going on with that? I didn't know that was here. Hey, there's a porn shop, and and you you start recognizing your town, and because when you entrust your town, you're naming your town. There's that 
ownership and, and people should think this is my town. You know, and th there's no room for this stuff here. That's the beginning of a change of thinking. This this is this is my town. I, I still live in the town I grew up in. Okay. And and you know, as long as I'm sucking air, I'm I'm gonna battle against this some way, shape, or form. And this is a great way to battle. Yeah, well, it's it's similar in North Adams where I live. It's uh it's it's down, it's we we were a hardworking mill town, um, faithful town, five Catholic churches at one point in my lifetime, my adult life, we had five that were full. And uh, when the factory started to close and the mill started to close, um, now we're down to one church and it's not full. And um, as I said earlier, this, this museum that came in, this mass mocha, it's called, is, it just brought in, in all honesty, all kinds of evil. Uh, and so uh, it's not getting any better in North Adams either. I wish I could say it was, but again, for me, it's, it's, it's the personal uh, that I get out of doing what I do each, each Saturday that I can is to just be a, be a public witness for our faith. And um, you don't know what's going to happen, really. Like Dan said, we call upon a lot of spiritual help. And uh, mm -hmm. have hope. any other men joined you or is it just you two for now? Um, go ahead. Yeah, no, we, we started out basically uh, with just Dan and I in a small group. But now we have men in, in neighboring communities, Cheshire. Mm -hmm. Adams uh, towns um, nearby who are our knights now and um, they pray in their respective towns not big there's not a lot but um, yeah yeah great it's, it's, I'm finding that this work this this association what we do is not going to attract wishy-washy Catholics it's just not going to be attractive to them. It, it's attracting solid, devout, faithful Catholics. And another uh, benefit for me is the fellowship that we share, you know, being together with like-minded people that we can speak about our faith, share our faith, and get inspired. I mean, I get inspired just listening to Dan talk. He inspires me because of his warrior personality he does really i get inspired when vegan bruce sings <laughs> that's not the word so, I use, <laughs> so anyway. you've got basically a thing where you you're one hour every saturday together in the morning i like to tell my friends here you know we have a mass that's a little bit later on saturdays so we'd go like eight to nine or something then go home and help get the kids to mass because otherwise that's a real chore but then you guys actually suggest doing something beyond that on the first Saturdays of the month. What's that? Well, that's uh, to take part in first Saturday devotion. Mm -hmm. um, and we did it for a whole summer two years ago at Camp Holy Cross. Um, we had a priest that came with us. We tried to make it an all day event with families and we'd have mass, do the rosary, do the 15 minutes of meditation, confessions. 
Um, and it was a lake there, you know, right now that got shut down for us. So we're just coming to Father Paul's church for Saturday of the month because, right, that's, that's again, something the Blessed Mother asked us to do. I mean, you could argue that we're in the trouble we're in because a lot of stuff wasn't done 100 years ago. Um, mm -hmm. And we're the lucky ones that get to fight in the times we're in now because that wasn't done um so yeah that organizing processions there's already a huge procession here in bishop burns diocese hmm. been going on for 20 years and i'll get some of the nights together and we'll go down and we're kind of like undercover security so we'll be on either sides and these are huge it's a huge procession and we're hmm. just like head on a swivel watching if there's any trouble you got to protect the priests in the eucharist um the bishop was with us two years ago now that's mm. again it's public and it's on the streets and that's an awesome thing to do bruce and i we organized eucharistic procession for probably five six years yeah, yeah. and uh now that he's moved to this new church we're going to hit the priest up to do one in october mm. um Again, we the minute we give up the public square, which you know, I was I was so excited, you guys out there in LA, and to see John Paul II out in front, it was just like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was an amazing thing. It was, uh, it certainly, uh, it is certainly a, a sign of something. And you're right, it is kind of a sign for you. I I could see that um, being being assigned to do something in the streets for, with John Paul II. Um, I remember that on an organizing level, um, John Yep called me up and we were looking for a relic of John Paul II and I tried and then I couldn't find one. He got one finally. And, uh, so that was great. Um, and, uh, it was, uh, is an incredible thing, but it is true. The prayers, the deliverance prayers that Bishop Strickland said are by the way, very similar to the prayers that you have in here as well. Um, but they are ones said by a bishop. And it was stunningly powerful. In fact, for me, that was the most powerful thing was actually I was kneeling down and Bishop Strickland was praying deliverance prayers over all of us, over America, over over Los Angeles, over all of us there. It was it was actually just amazing. Just amazing. Um, so yeah, we you had um um you very much that same spirit of uh, your Knights of John Paul II. So just uh, great stuff. Any any parting thoughts for us? How, how do people um, get involved, get in touch with you if they want to do this in their town? Where do they get the program from? How can they get involved? Website. Okay, we have a website, and it's Knights of St. John Paul II dot org <clears throat> and it's pretty rough right now but it gives you a general idea um you can email us there we can mail you materials um it was specifically designed to be easy to start and uh i understand there's a rumor that there might be a chapter starting up in canada <laughs> there is indeed i'm starting one locally here um i'm i'm <clears throat> away a lot so a lot of other people who I've approached will will probably take up the 
leadership of it, but it's, um, the, I, I think we're going to start with a few guys anyway, yeah. uh, and see where it goes from there. This, uh, first Saturday, we, we do something at our parish anyway. And there's another, there was another idea that congeals with it. So I think it, I think it'd be really good. Um, it was funny because when I first sent out the email about it to my local friends, uh, one showed up the next Saturday and I was like, Oh wait, um, I was, first of all, I was gone. And so, um, but it's, it's really great. There are um, a bunch of good guys here who really do see in this just every, not everyone, but a lot of the guys who I approached were like, Oh, that's great. Cause it's brilliantly simple. Um, and I think that's, that's really the key. Our Lord and our lady want us to fight like knights, but unlike the knights of old, our enemies today are so powerful. That's almost, it almost seems omnipotent, all powerful because they have everything. They have all the money. They have all the people. They have all of the, um, uh, Intel, like to think that, Everything you're doing is being watched, monitored, and controlled, as we now know, thanks to uh, what COVID, the lockdowns, and our phones have showed us. Um, and the ideas that they've come up with is in, of tracking people and stuff, it's like, we're, there's no fighting. Well, there is fighting. There's fighting in the most simple ways. Um, one of my friends here is a famous Canadian author, and his name is Michael O'Brien. He was actually the one who showed up at the uh, at the church parking lot saying hey where are you guys wow. um and uh he he wrote a book called father elijah if you haven't read it yet you should it's incredible but it's an apocalyptic novel he's canada's most famous catholic novelist he's a as faithful as you can be he's a real hero of mine anyway he uh in his book father elijah the most famous book he's written many many books but um it's an apocalyptic story about Antichrist and about the time of Antichrist. And you get the feeling that there's no way to fight this. And then he talks about these two um, people who fight and uh, Father Elijah, the uh, priest, and then um, a, a brother who really is not smart or anything, but he goes around and they are led to fight against Antichrist, the most powerful enemy the church will ever have, um, because it'll be directed solely by, you know, really by Satan. And they do so, so simply. They're asked to do simple things. They carry them out as they're told to by our Lord. And that's it. And that's why I think this is so brilliant. It's a very simple thing. We're called to do anyway. And it's doing it in a way like, very much like, as you said, the Christ sent out the apostles two by two. And here are these men going out two by two, praying the Most Holy Rosary around their towns, which which goes back to the church's teaching on subsidiarity, which is act where you are. It's all about local activism. And it's not activism for activism's sake. It's activism for heaven's sake with the real weapon. Um, and as my friend said, open carry. I just love it. Uh, any final thoughts for us, either from you, Deacon, or Dan? Um, if you're, if you're going to start a chapter, I thought about this the last week leading up to this um of how because because bishop Byrne does want us to keep track and this and that so i don't like numbers <clears throat> so because you're entrusting your town claiming your town how we're going to do this going forward is like my town stanford vermont chapter bruce's town 
North Adams, Massachusetts. You're going to name your town. Names are important. Um, and so <clears throat> that that's how, you know, if, if you're going to start a chapter, I mean, if you're just going to, you're Knights of Columbus and you want, you know, 20 of these cards and we figure out how to have it on the website so you can just print them off. We, we're, we're not that savvy. We, Bruce and I have never even done one of these things. Um, but you can just download these and take them out and go, you know. Um, closing thoughts. I do had, I had a few things written down. A lot of the warrior women around here wanted to join us early on. And, you know, I had to dig my heels in. One of them was my sister, and she is a Joan of Arc. And I'm like, no, 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 no. The men, we need our time. But if you can pray one Hail Mary a day for the night, you'd be doing us a great service. So to the women out there that happen to watch this, you know, a Hail Mary a day I'm asking for, for the Knights of JP2. Um, to the priests who see this, Get out with your men. You'd be surprised how much us knuckleheads can encourage you and give you support. Um, and, and priests need that men time too. And if you're a bishop out there, my goodness, invite all the men in the diocese once a month to come down the cathedral and walk the streets of your city. Um, I guess that, that's it for me. What? Yeah, I just think that um, we were, Dan and I were talking earlier, this is really the found, we're laying a foundation and uh, part of what we have to do to become a, a public association is to have uh, a bylaws or a rules kind of thing, a constitution. And so we, we have put that together and again, we've submitted it to the bishop and um, something like this can only grow. Uh, the, the foundation is what we do on Saturday morning, but um, I envision and I hope and I pray that it can become more uh, something more where we can do more together as knights, pray more together as knights, learn more about our faith as knights uh, together and grow spiritually for us as well as to, to call upon our spiritual warriors to help us. But I, I, I envision this as a way for us to grow in our faith and our spiritual life as well going forward. Beautiful. Well, Deacon Bruce and Dan, it's so good being with you. Thank you for doing this. Uh, and I'm, I'm happy to uh, be part of a, a Canadian, your first Canadian chapter, perhaps. God bless you both. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Thank John you. Henry. Thank you. And God bless all of you. And we'll see you next time.